name is Wild Will. Howdy, partners. My name is Texas Travis. Texas Travis. Uh-huh. We're broadcasting from the DPTC Saloon. Oh, Once man. again, <laughs> here, <laughs> rounding out our Filmation February here, cowpokes. Oh, man. Oh, man. Big hard Travis. Tumbleweeds just a-tumbling. <laughs> Still tumbling from Pod- last time. Podcast microphones just a-mumbling. <laughs> That's all I got. That's some good cowboy poetry you got there. Thank you. Thank you kindly, ma'am. Marm. Marm. So we're here. This is the end of of February, of Filmation February. And that does not mean we will not be coming back to any Filmation shows. A punch to the gut, though. Just a punch to my gut. It's a big loss. I'm feeling a lot of grief. But it has been a great Filmation February. Every week we've been talking about a different Filmation uh, studio show. And today is no different. We're closing it out with a very special episode of a very special series on this very special day. Yeah. And I'm feeling very special about it, <laughs> apparently. Is it, is it special? It's very special. Okay. Well, you know, when you do say a special, uh, an episode is very, a very special episode, it's like an after school special. Right. And this, even more so than many filmation shows, yeah. absolutely falls under that heading. It does. It does. Big time. This is a yeah. very serious episode at the end of the day. Beyond serious. Yeah, with a lot of silly shit <laughs> sandwiched yeah. in the middle there. Um, but th- we are returning to uh, an early show for us. We went, we visited, we visited this planet of New Texas back in episode four. Oh, I thought it was three. It's four, huh? It's four, it yeah. Four. We recorded it third. Okay. That's a little lifting the veil for all of you big <laughs> DPTC heads yeah. out there. Yeah. But um, today... We're revisiting New Texas with the cartoon named In einer fernen Zeit, in einem fernen Raum, der Planet Neu-Texas, ein Freiheitstraum. Das Land freier Menschen, so könnte es sein. Doch mischte sich immer auch Böses mit ein. Hold on. I think that was German. Okay, well, let me try this other one then. That would be funny if we just kept it and been like, all right, well, that was strange. It would be funny, wouldn't it? Let yeah. me check this next like, one. Hey, I. Well, that one's not right either, is it? That's funny. That one's in Swedish. I was looking for, I was just trying to get the theme song earlier today, and the first thing that came up 
was the German one, and it didn't even tell me it was German until I downloaded it. Wow. And so I was like, well, now I want to know what else there is. Gutenstein, <laughs> Yeah, he sounded evil on that one, that guy Both did. of them sounded a little evil. Well, the other one, at least the tone of voice, wasn't <laughs> so... It was just the words themselves that we associate with evil, but that one yeah. was like, I, this happened today. That sort of thing. Okay, fi- <laughs> let, I, I guess finally, let's let's get the real one, just for, for fun's sake. In a distant time and faraway place. There he is. <laughs> There's our buddy Lou Scheimer. Super producer Lou Scheimer, the third, really the third uh, member of the DPTC team all through February. Uh, the man, the myth, the budgeteer. Yeah, exactly. Lou Scheimer. Rest in peace, sir. He really was, he was a special guy. He was. He was. It was super. I really, having read about his book now and uh, just heard the stories that we've heard about him and everything, he just seemed like a very unique, uh, creative person. And for all the that we can make fun of with the budgetary stuff and anything with his voice, all that still stands. I just think he really he had a good heart. It seemed for like. real. Hey, yeah. But on a serious note, though, what did his coupon book look like when he went to the grocery store? You think it was like super <laughs> it was just, thick? It was just like a huge wallet full of <laughs> folded up. Yeah. Um, so we're talking about Brave Star and uh, Brave Star. Just to quickly recap for those that weren't here on episode four, mm-hmm. uh, Brave Star is a space western set on the planet of New Texas, where the Native American Marshal Brave Star. Uh, he is the seemingly the only true lawman in the area. He protects the denizens of the uh, Fort Kiriam. Which is the I can't believe I'm remembering all this right off the top of my head. Really? That's yeah. not written on that. No, 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 no. Man. Uh, Fort Curium is the kind of the uh establishment, the, yeah. the fort that they have. And it's called Curium because they have uh mines of Curium. It's basically like the gold rush, but Curium right. is not yeah. gold. It's red jewels of some kind. He has his partner, his deputy, which is 3030, a an equestroid. They did not even say the word equestroid nope. in this. And he's a robotic horse that can transform between bipedal and quadruped. Pedal and carries a blunderbuss <laughs> called Sarah Jane. Oh man! Oh lordy! Yeah. Okay, so that that about sets it up. Um, yeah. So you're dealing with a western essentially in space, and with 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 dingo uh, oh, evil men man. here. Evil, yeah. It's yeah. Very strange. And this is episode 26, entitled "The Price." Oof. Very a very somber name for a very serious issue. The price you pay. The price you pay. Um. There's a uh, Brave Star and Thirty Thirty are in this one, but they're not really. They get less screen time, I feel like, than the kids, because our main characters almost seem like they're they're the kids yep. in this one. I mean, they get at least as much screen time as our usual heroes, Brave Star and Thirty Thirty. Yeah, uh, Travis, you you were I assume happy that JB McBride, the only female on the show, <laughs> didn't even show up. Very. Yes. I mean, I think she was there for a second, just just I to see. see I think she was next to Doc Clayton, the okay. doctor, the okay. town doctor, for yeah. a second. But well, her her voice was all over the place. She played the mom and at least one of the kids, if not both. I would say. Oh, so, so she she decided to do, to do a good job on those voices, oh, huh? Oh, shots fired. Eighties <laughs> burn. <laughs> yeah, eighties burn. Yeah, like, she's like, I don't even remember doing that. I do other things with my life. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So this, we're ta- she's like, this was like a low time in my life. Yeah. So <laughs> got a lot of work out of filmation. I will say. <laughs> Well, so this show is about drugs again. Mm. We're returning to this very deep well of drug, anti-drug cartoons. Um, so it's kind of a follow-up to cartoon all-stars to the rescue yes. in that way. Yes. And this show, there's a lot of children uh, talking to each other, having very serious and dramatic conversations. Very. Like, these kids are pretty 
pretty mature, I would say. Right. Maybe that's the future for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we open up on, in, well, actually, we open up with uh, a pink arid wasteland. <laughs> yes. This must be where all the places are taking, all the cartoons are taking place. We've right. talked about <laughs> these wastelands. Well, they yeah. have an excuse. This is another planet. Yeah. You know, and so I guess all these other all shows. tunes rent rent uh, space. On New, on New Texas. <laughs> rent yeah. lot there. Yeah. For sure. We don't open up with uh, any of our main characters. We actually open up with uh, a big favorite for Travis. And for me too, the shaman. <laughs> and the first noise you hear, aside from music or sound effects, would be this. Mm, evil, I sense its approach, but it is not I who is threatened. No, it is another, someone young. I mean, I'm offended. I'm a, yes, every time. Now he didn't. He ends up talking later in the episode, and he, he doesn't really do it that much. But he doesn't right. talk that much either. But seriously, the first thing you hear from a human is, mm. <laughs> like, "White man come from west." Tell, like, just like I mean, he is a borderline offensive character. I, I'm very thankful they did not have Marshall Braystar talk that way. But I do love his voice. I yeah, do love him and I love his voice, yeah. the shaman. But he's really just like the harbinger. He's just like something bad's going to happen. And then if he knows that, he doesn't do shit about it. I guess he's like, he's more Buddhist than anything. He's like, you know what? There is balance in the world. The world will figure itself yeah, out. Yeah. Evil has to exist for good to exist. For storylines to continue. Well, yeah, he understands how <laughs> our, how cartoon writing yeah. works, I how guess. How filmation cartoon go. <laughs> yes. That was offensive. I'm sorry. It's okay. We're really more making fun of Shaman, I <laughs> <Okay>. think, than <laughs> yeah, anything else. So the story really starts with what is like a little fort for kids, which these kids, if these kids built this fort, they need to go into engineering right away. Either that, or show um, show Fat Albert and the and the gang how to really do a thing <laughs> yeah. over there. This thing is fully operational. Yeah. It has like a periscope with a screen on it, and it's just made out of metal and totally just looks like a huge. Like there are other establishments around it, and this wasteland is just like a metal fort. It looks as good as anything else out there. Right. These kids built it, and it's again, it's like it has a security system. Yeah, I that bet. scene later on, you actually get a you actually get a view of all the shit that's around it. The the place is a shithole. Like, I mean, <laughs> right. I know it's, well, I mean, but it is the Wild West, you know, yeah. I guess is the equivalent. I mean, it is. The... Well, it's like Deadwood. I mean, that's how I, I sold this show to me, myself and my memory yeah. is that this is Deadwood in space, right. which I still want to make a cartoon about, but <laughs> this is as good as we're going to get, I guess, for now. Uh, the kids that we meet are, there's Jay, yep. who wears a cowboy hat. Yeah, Jay, yeah. So we, Jay's we, are, we were right. Yeah, Jay, yeah. Jay was the, uh, the main one yeah. in here. There's Brad. Bra okay. <laughs> I heard it as Brett, but I believe that Brad would be much more accurate. I don't think kids were getting named Brett until the the late 80s, early 90s, probably. I, I, wrote, I wrote on my list here, Brad, not bad. <laughs> Jay good and Brad, not bad. Or, or Jay, Jay bad, Brad, not bad. <laughs> I'm glad you made the distinction. And there's also um, Daisy is the little girl. She doesn't figure into it too much, but she is present and you will hear her voice. Right. Uh, and they're just playing in their little fort, which again is like a super very, I don't know, maybe for them, it's not uh, a big deal, but for us now, again, if a kid made this, I would think that they're a threat to national security. Right. Like you would get in trouble for making something like this, this good. They would, <laughs> they would arrest you and then put you to work in a secret think tank. Yes, definitely. And then, a lone stranger approaches on the prairie with a huge um, toothpick tick. Okay, if this guy is the villain, his yeah. name is Dealer. By the way, he's just called <laughs> Dealer. He, if if in cartoons, no no lines to read in between. No, if if in cartoons, a character has a toothpick, 
That is just a cigarette surrogate. If you can't have cigarettes in your show, you, then you have a toothpick. Because he's supposed to be a bad dude, a street-level dude. He would be smoking in any adult, you know, made movie or anything like that. But yes, he has a white suit, and he is a dingo. And he actually has an Australian accent. Dingoes are apparently a race of, of like— in, know, new, in New Texas. In New Texas, they're <laughs> bipedal wolves, which get called dingoes, or I forget, there's some other crazy-ass name that we couldn't even say. Dingoes is as good as you're going to get from us on this episode. They seem to just, as a race, commit crimes. Like, maybe it's not racial on that planet. Like, it's right. just like a, a hereditary issue that every dingo is just— bent towards committing crimes because that's what they do on this. Like we deal with them later. They're making drugs yeah. and they've stolen from the mines and all this stuff. Well, this guy's a smooth operator though. He shows up, he's got a almost Australian accent. I would say it's really more like a cockney. <laughs> cockney thug. Get well, out of here. Yeah, he, well, he's not, it's not a very good Australian accent. I can't do a good Australian accent. So I'm, I'm, I can do like one word Australian accent. What's your keyword for Australian? Mate. Shrimp. <laughs> Oh my God, Barbie! Yeah, keep going, please. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, Barbie. That's, yeah, that one that's wasn't at all. Barbie, Barbie. <laughs> Whatever. Well, I'm. I don't like you. I'm not great at it. And do, so, no, you do your one word now. Oh, I don't now have you, one word. Let's see. We'll do a phrase then. <laughs> crikey, crikey. But see, that could be English yeah. still too. That's the thing. There are certain <laughs> words that can pass either way, right? And there are certain words that only. Uh, if they're Australian, they get set a certain way. Okay, like okay. and that's and that and also New Zealand accent very close to the Australian accent. Too. I wonder, could they? Uh, was the coyote ever up for grabs instead of doing the dingo? Coyotoids. That's the word I was looking for. Okay, so you can either say three syllables or two syllables, and one of them is harder to say. But here's the thing: coyotes and dingoes are not the same thing. They're in the dog family, right. but like or whatever the canine family. One one just puts you more firmly in the south, <laughs> puts you firmly in Texas, and the other one puts you even further south into Australia <laughs> right. for some reason. Right. And this guy does have an Australian accent, and the other ones don't. Yeah, it's, I thought they would. I was like, oh, if they talk, I guess they're gonna have Australian accents. And I was like, this whole joke about why are they dingoids is gonna get lost. No, only this guy dealer who sells them drugs. We got to get onto this guy, by the okay. way. Okay. okay, so he has a white suit, like you said. He looks like uh, again like a Looney Tunes or a Disney character. He actually looks like a Disney villain Who, yeah who's coming in to uh, take a town over for or yeah something. yeah he's a flim flam guy <laughs> yeah and he's coming in and he's he's just but for some reason he's well apparently he's not just targeting the kids but he immediately is just walking around with drugs in his pocket i guess and 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 they they pan their periscope over to him which is <laughs> yeah. a creepy creepy <laughs> yeah. creepy part well he, he's like he's like a stephen king villain just like blowing into town just representing evil and every That's way yeah he's yeah. almost like he's like devil incarnate in a way and he's gonna sell you drugs but uh, let's listen. We got to hear the kids. Whether you want them or not, yeah. he will sell you drugs. We got to hear the kids and we got to hear the dingo named Dealer. I'll tell you this, lads. Spin is fun. Wow. Spin. I've heard of it. That's right. Spin. It's happiness in a bottle. A drop of sweet dreams. Wow. How much? What? Don't be silly, lad. You boys have been right friendly to this poor stranger. I wouldn't dream of charging you. Ooh. Fusion in a bottle. 
<laughs> do drug do drug dealers really sell people on like does a cocaine dealer just go door to door saying like this is going to be like sunshine powder in your nostrils or something like that like he you don't have to even people know what drugs do I guess for kids you would sell it that way right but well, I mean the the old drug commercials always um always showed the guy kind of going to the the young kids playing basketball and be like hey come on you ever had this yeah come on try it. you <laughs> know true. make all your dreams you know make you play basketball better or whatever they would say <laughs> they always went there with it well yeah I mean this definitely is a product of its time. I mean, this is 1987, 88. So right. it's definitely living in that era. Um, but man, is he late? I mean, how do you not know this guy's evil? He's a wolf. <laughs> He's a wolf in a white <laughs> suit with a toothpick. Like these kids got to be smarter than this. You got to teach them. They got to watch a cartoon occasionally. Have to. That's where you learn these things. Yeah. Watching tunes. I've learned so much on this show. So much. The bo- Okay. So the first boy that reacted to it, I believe was Jay. We're not even going to try to differentiate voices unless they're talking <laughs> to each other. Cause I mean, they, I think they're played by the same actor, but yeah, we'd uh, be here all day with doing that. Jay, who's the one in a, he wears a cowboy hat. He looks like a man. Like the way his face is drawn, he's very, he looks like Willem Dafoe. Right. Like he does. he's very yeah, defined. He like he's already on heroin or something, or he's on speed or something like that. Plenty of lines on his face. Like the kid already kind of looks rough. And maybe that's how kids looked in um settler days. I don't know. <laughs> right. <laughs> kids just looked like <laughs> like little 40-year-old men or something like that. Remember, Jay Bad, Brad, not bad. Jay Jay Brad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a J J. Bad. J bad. Brad, not bad. I think Brad, not bad is is the best way to remember for me. <laughs> you should have like a, a mnemonic for it. Now, Jay, in my Jay is the one that's going to be an addict in this episode. Let's just get that out of the way. Jay has is kind of disruptive and shitty to, to other people. Right. Like I, I mean, here's the thing: like drugs. In my experience, drug addiction doesn't just find a person with no problems someone who already has issues inside of them it might seek drugs ultimately. And Jay is like all of, he does not give a shit about any of the warnings that are h- handed to him. Yeah. And in fact, he has a lot of judgments to pass on other people who are even ed- questioning this at all. And maybe are uncomfortable with it. He tends to lean on one word to describe people <laughs> who don't want to take drugs or, or just do whatever he wants them to do. Yeah. I don't like this. I think I'd better go home. Get going then, chicken. I don't think it's a good idea, Jay. Oh, don't you turn chicken too. Chicken or something, you're chicken. Chicken, 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 chicken. What's wrong, McFly? Chicken? <laughs> Nobody calls me chicken. All I could keep thinking was Marty McFly would be a giant spin addict in this world. He would not be able to handle hanging out with Jay. Wow. He would be ch- you could get him to do anything. He would be done. He'd be donezo. <laughs> I mean, man, chicken, that kid, there are other words. Chicken and think are his words that he lays on. Oh, think was the other one? Oh, think. Okay. Yeah, he didn't say it nearly as much, but like later when he's uh, when the kid has told on him or right. is ta- thinking about telling on him, yeah. he goes nuts and starts talking calling him a think, and that's what the the <laughs> The the coyotoid calls him too. Like Fink is like very 1920s, 1930s. I mean, I know people still say about a rat Fink. That's like something's like, nah, I don't rat on me, see, you Fink. Like that's something, that, it's just a weird yeah, word. I didn't, I didn't catch that word, man. I he was, said it a bunch. Wow. You must have just not had your Fink detector my, my, on. My Fink hat on? <laughs> right. My Finking hat? Spin. Spin is the drug that's going to be in question. Right. Now, uh, spin is a made up drug. It's a science fiction drug. It looks like 
You just carry it in little jars, which it seems like why not just have a bigger jar? It's wasteful to have all these little jars. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna affect the bank book later on. Yeah, all these jars. well, it's a bitch to carry around all these th- these <laughs> right. little glass like basically baby food containers, yeah, old yeah, baby yeah, food yeah, containers. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's this swirling, glowing liquid that you just pour into your hand, and I guess you it's like uh, applied topically. Right. <laughs> like if you got it from the pharmacy, yeah, right that's what they would palm. tell you. Right yeah, it's just right, right in your palm. palm. Yeah. So I mean, LSD similar. Like you can just you know rub it in your skin and you'll. Oh, is you'll... it will? Is I have it? not. I have not taken. I literally have not taken acid. <laughs> I would admit to it if I had. I've taken mushrooms, but not at acid. Okay. Don't arrest me. Hey, <laughs> um, mushrooms you don't take that way. Acid you do. You could like yeah. you don't want to handle a big thing of acid. Like it's, right. It's yeah. just kind of. I mean, it's the easy. I guess it's better than like having it be a drug that you have to snort or drink or something like that. It might encourage more kids watching the show to take it. Yeah. But this scene is interrupted, and it we we do a transition elsewhere in oh, New Texas. Yeah. Oh yeah, we do by just. It sounds like an animal. I didn't collect this one because there's a lot more to hear from all of this, but someone just howling like they are a coyote. And it turns out that it like heard all the way across the canyon that it is the howling of a spin addict who is being near brutalized, but he's forcing their hand, you know, by Marshall Bravestar and 3030, Deputy 3030. Yeah. Or just Deputy 30. 30, 30, 30 is his first name. 3430. 3430. I knew it was going to come up. <laughs> Get it out now. Okay. <laughs> Deputy 30, first name 30, last yeah. name 30. 30. And they're they're trying to handle this guy who's not that big a guy. And they're right. both pretty meaty men. But he's wearing, I don't know why this is something that keeps popping up. It was in Ghostbusters. Like uh, Eddie Spencer wears like that old leather like flight helmet that yeah. looks like it has nipples on top. And this guy's wearing the same fucking hat. Yeah. Why? That's not necessary. Even as a minor, I don't know why you would wear that. I don't know either. He has it a light on it actually. So, but, yeah. um, but this guy is freaking out. We're going to, this is clip necessary clip of the century right here this is i mean here's the thing with with these drugs when you create a science fiction drug it actually is more well it's both better and worse than using a real life drug because you can have it affect you in any way you want right you can just say hey this makes you literally go insane because that's what it seems to do the drug just makes you lose your fucking mind it's crazy juice yeah like it's just crazy sauce that you put in your body and you you go to town, but I would just compare it right now to, um, to probably the, uh, the bath salt. That's exactly epidemic. what I wrote down. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like space bath salts. Bath salt. Or I don't know if you've heard of Flocka. Flocka is another one. It's, it's a newer one. No, but I just think of that. Does, does that's, the same stuff as bath salt. Does it make you Flocka at the end of the day? Sure. That means thin in Spanish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For the, the fe- feminine form. Whatever. Uh, yeah. This is basically space bath salts. Right. And so they just make you, like, again, just like bath salts, why the fuck would you ever take this stuff? Exactly. There's got to be space <laughs> beer to drink or something out there. You know, something, anything that better. I mean, it clearly makes someone feel okay yeah. for a bit, but everybody loses their mind. And here's the proof. Hold him, big part. I'm a trying. Spiders! Spiders everywhere! <laughs> now calm down, Fate. There's no spiders. It's just spin. The drug you took, making you see things. You! You want to, you want to eat me? But I'll let you! Gotcha! <laughs> Don't hurt him, big part. <laughs> Whose side you own, anyway? <laughs> It's not a question of size. Bane's a spin addict. It's made him crazy. (laughs) 
Man. I know, man. Dude, if I had a dollar for every time I thought I had spiders all over me, I'd have about $12. Wow. That's just kidding. <laughs> probably 12 but, more than me. <laughs> man, I would love to have seen this voice actor in me the too. booth doing his oh, thing. Man. It seems like the reaction that someone, this guy's having at least, it's like he's in Reefer Madness, or oh, yeah, there was like yeah, I think yeah. Susan Sarandon was in that famous like acid. It was just like a like an after school thing, but when she was young, where she takes acid and jumps out of a window, like breaks through a window and crashes to her death. I never saw it's, that. One. I saw it when I was younger, just like pointing out how crazy these used to be. But it's like it's like hey, you remember how heightened these are? Just do exactly that. You know how insanely out of like just over the top these PSAs are? Wow. Do that. Yeah. Just saw, go with that. I saw Reefer Madness and I also saw the um the Ben Affleck steroid one. Oh, I don't think school. I saw that. That isn't that's intense. As I well, don't think sir. I saw that. Well, again, like the space drug aspect of it allows you to do that without someone saying like, that's not what you do when you're on pot, but it also t- it, uh, like robs it of any real validity. Cause it's like, well, you're talking about something you just made up. Hey man, also on this episode, I turned in, you would have been proud of me. I turned into a little will on this episode. Oh, great. The I can't ma- wait. The, the mouth flaps started they got oh, were they to, no good? They, yeah, they, they got to me, buddy. <laughs> you know, I'm getting to where, well, having not been engineering for animation for a while, I don't watch them as much, but also if I'm writing notes, like, that's the last thing I'm going to notice these days. But I'm glad that, it, that I'm yeah. spreading the disease yeah, around. You're welcome. Yeah, the addiction to mouth flaps. Or whatever you'd say to that. <laughs> so I like how, I like the dynamic here. Bravestar, Marshall Bravestar, very understanding as a lawman, you know, like of, of the addiction issue. Yeah. Like, he's just like, look, he doesn't choose. He even says to 3030 afterwards, like no one chooses to become an addict. It's not something they would want spin. It's the, yeah, the drugs, the problem. And 3030, you know, I mean, also makes a good point. It's like, Hey, this guy's going to hurt me if I don't manhandle him. But at 3030, after the first episode that we watched with him, where he's just like, I'm just going to shoot him. And now it's like, (laughs) how, how can I handle this man? If I don't beat him up, it's like, they have no training to deal with drug people at all. And he just seems to err on the side of anything I do to, (laughs) to maintain the law is okay. I'm a police officer. Like, 3030 is kind of a problematic officer in my mind. He's that he's that rogue cop. He is Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon. He, he's Riggs? Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it? Mur- no, he's Murtaugh. Mur- yeah, Murtaugh. Mur- Riggs, I have to remind us every time it's like, no, Riggs sounds like the, you would be trouble. But then Murtaugh is clearly a white man's last name. Right. So I would assume, right? <laughs> I mean, he's Irish or whatever. So that's how I remind myself who's who. And ultimately, we find out that there is a uh, an epidemic of spin addiction going on, and that it's coming from where I'll look at my notes later, but somewhere nearby. There's and, a spin factory nearby. Yeah, that he literally says that, yeah. and so I guess it's being cranked out like like meth. I mean, that's what I'm. I thought of like trailers, you right. know, like yeah, trailer yeah, yeah, homes yeah. or whatever. Um, they have a doctor. Uh, what, what was the doctor's Doc name? Doc Clayton. Doc Clayton. That's a great Western name. And also a great character, man. He's drawn really well. He was drawn very well. Yeah. His accent is more, way more Southern, where uh, like more like Southern yeah. than a Texan type of thing. Right. Um, I will say that on this show, it really, it's kind of like on on Cops, C.O.P.S. that... Not not Fox Cops. Not Fox Cops. Fox Cops. Fox Cops. <laughs> not Fox Cops, the failed Disney pilot, which was about uh, foxes being cops. <laughs> but I would watch that show. I'd give it a shot. Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I'm sure it's good. It's we'd, we'd at least talk about it on this podcast. Yeah. But on on the other one, the one that we talked about, it is kind of like they just took a real cop show, a normal like dramatic cop show, made it a cartoon, and then just drew some things into it after the fact that made it look more futuristic. Especially with the doc, it is just like a man, a, a black man with white white hair, older man, in a 
a cowboy suit, you know, right. and he has like the little lace bow uh, the, he tie. The, he has the duster on. He's yeah, of course wearing a duster. duster. He's wearing some, not a cowboy hat, but like a, a doctor hat. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, that look like uh, like biomechanics well, are going around his. That's the thing. It's just a hat. And then they just unnecessarily <laughs> draw. He looked like a pharaoh because it was like a golden band yeah, with yeah, a button yeah, on yeah, the yeah. front. And then he had like these ear covers that came down from the hat. Totally just, uh, it's like they just graffitied science fiction stuff onto it. Like, they pulled out a can that just said sci-fi and sprayed it on there and said, okay, finished. They were trying. <laughs> they were trying, man. But like some of these characters don't even look science fiction at all, which makes, I mean, that's fine with me. I, but it's, it stands out when you have a character that they're forcing to be science fiction looking like him. And then like Jay's mom later looks just like a school marm or an old, <laughs> like a, 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 a Mima yeah. from 1910 hoping, and the Dust Bowl. I was hoping the word marm would come back in this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. She looks like a Mima. She's just like, I mean, yeah. she's, she's in a shawl and it has like the, the apron with the giant ribbon on the back and then like cooking with all steel pots. Yeah. A bonnet, yeah. everything. Yeah. Nothing yeah. about yeah. her yeah. says yeah. they're on new Texas. It's it's just ridiculous. Well, we find out that there's that that epidemic because the doc has come to see. I thought they were wheeling a body out. I literally thought this guy Me was too. dead. His, his head wasn't covered up, so I th- I figured we were in safe territory so right. far. Well, I just wondered because I knew somebody died in this, and so they're wheeling the addict that they had captured out by a robot. They <laughs> captured. Yeah. <laughs> In the wild, a wild addict. They they brought him down with tranquilizer darts just and tagged hard, him. Just the hardest to capture. They're going to tag him and let him back into the wild afterwards. See what his mating habits are. Well, they, the robot wheels him out or doesn't wheel him. It's a floating, you know, hop, 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 hop kind of thing. Yeah. And gets him out of there. Uh, but I really did think the guy might be dead. But what they're saying is like, this is this is spreading. I'm wondering how, it seems like it's something that happens in a day's time. Like, so, like it's introduced and then just goes crazy. Right. Which, I mean, is kind of how like, it reminds me of Oxy issues in Appalachia or whatever, where it's like, it does seem like just terrible times that shit just happens quickly and it's hard to contain it. So we go back. You, you ever see that, doc- that documentary? Which one? Quick sidebar. There's like a documentary on, um, on the whole, uh, the oxy problem in the Appalachian. I feel like I started it and then did not watch the rest of it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it was on Netflix, right? At um, one point. I wa- man, you know what? I think I saw it on like a, it was like a primetime special. But it's pretty good. That's it. Yeah. That, no, sidebar I mean, done. Yeah, Sorry. I, that's probably where I have the reference is the <laughs> yeah, thing. Like that's yeah. more why I'm aware of that. Right. We head back to see what's going on with the kids, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we don't get to see, yet see a child on drugs, but don't worry, you will. <laughs> if that's what you came here for, <laughs> everyone just stop turning their 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 phone off. You're like, gonna okay, get good. it. Here yeah, we yeah. go. Don't All worry. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're gonna. You, t- you promised me child death. <laughs> you promised me child death and child drug use. You promised. You me. got it. Child theft. <laughs> child like child crime in general. Uh, the so Jay has already taken the drug and he's off of it and he's talking to Brad. Not bad. About how great <laughs> yeah. it is. Listen to this. And keep in mind your friend, I'm sure some of you out there have him, who just talks your ear off about all the strains of pot and how they're different and how you need to try this one versus this one. He probably has like three Bob Marley posters on his wall, all from Spencer's Gifts. Think of that guy. The worst person ever. Yes. Think of that guy as you hear Jay. Man, it was great. Really. I'm going to do it again, Brad. You should have tried it. It was fantastic. Yeah, well, sure. No, I mean it, Brad. It was like like a whirling ride in, in purple space with smiling flowers. Man, you know how stupid you sound? <laughs> oh, what do you know? I got to go find Taylor. Get some more spin. That stuff is a real retroblast. 
<laughs> I, I hate obnoxious weed man. I I, I do too. I and yeah. I, I but I realized watching this, I'm like, really obnoxious weed guy is really man. just man, man. <laughs> obnoxious man weed man. I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Is also very similar to it's basically the illegal, well, at least in this state, the illegal illegal form of obnoxious craft beer guy. It's yeah. really the same thing. It's right. just it's like fetishizing the the innards or even or even uh, coffee guy. Like same thing with that. That's, <laughs> I know that's true. Yeah. Where you yeah. where you fetishize all the little details about the thing and then you you talk someone else's ear off about it. Like I get look I I I'm all into co- I'm a nerd. I'm a nerd and about everything that I like the most. I'm a nerd. But I have learned to curtail how often I talk to say Travis about condenser microphones versus dynamic microphones versus whatever. <laughs> you, like, you know I love hearing that. Oh, I know well, yeah, that's not even a good example for you and I, but like I you just have to figure where you're gonna say that shit to who. And it, like also that you have to try it, you have to do this. I get off my fucking back. Like I don't want to just let me do do my own thing. Right. Uh, yeah, very annoying, very annoying. But it is like that that guy is all over. It's just what is he pushing on you? <laughs> But apparently he had a spiritual, not even a spiritual experience. We had like a religious experience. Like he's, but I mean, it sounds like a lot of fun. He had a, he had a garden experience. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, he sounds like he took a poison mushroom <laughs> and like the kind of shit you would see on that. Yeah. I mean, it does sound great. I mean, it sounds like a lot of hallucination and like mood alteration. So it is kind of yeah. like taking E or I guess bath salts maybe or something like that. So Jay clearly is already, he, he he's addicted because the first thing that happens when his friend is not on his side is he like, he blows up at him and then he also says immediately afterwards i I gotta go get some more so it's like he has one second of conflict in his life and he suddenly needs more drugs this drug this drug ate him up fast the kid was already troubled yeah that's the thing right like there's a reason yeah he found the drugs and they found him it was both it was a match made in heaven (laughs) or hell okay jay already addicted to drugs we got a child on drugs folks yeah and that's as good a place as any we're gonna take a quick break Mm -hmm. and then we're gonna come back and we're gonna tell you all about what these people are like on drugs, because that's what you came here for. Right. J, bad, Brad, not bad. Keep that in mind as we go on break. Nature of the beast. Discover the ugly truths and dark secrets of true crime, the paranormal, the occult, and conspiracy. Join your guides for weekly episodes and face the true nature of the beast. Days past Tooncast, we're back. Yes. And we're still talking about Brave Star, the episode entitled The Price. The Price. As in the price you pay to get a good drug. <laughs> From a dingo, from a pimped out dingo. <laughs> from a pimped out dingo. Yeah, he could kind of be a 70s guy too, I guess, yeah. in that suit. Um, last we were talking about it. We Hi, had Brad. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> we had we had a child who had recently had his first drug trip, and uh, man, did he like it. That's Jay, not Brad. Brad is not, <laughs> not bad. bad. Jay is good. Yeah. No, Jay is bad. Yeah. He's, yeah, yeah no, Jay bad, Brad. You know, not that's bad. my issue with your equation. It's very judgmental. <laughs> If you take a drug, you're bad. Uh, I, I just meant well, he's going through he's going through negative stuff in the program. You know, so it's so is Brad. Brad's going through stuff because he's struggling. The same thing that came up in Cartoon All Stars, where the sister of the addict yes. wanted to go tell on him but didn't. Yeah, 
the same thing happens here where Brad wants, thinks he should maybe tell on the kid. And of course, the kid we're about to hear basically threatens him like to not do it. But he also just like doesn't want to be a quote unquote a fake and tell Bravestar. Right. Ultimately, he conquers that fear because <laughs> he sees that his friend is losing his fucking mind. But it's the same issue that comes up in both. And I was pretty dismissive of that in the last one. I felt, I, I think everything in this, as crazy as it is, was actually handled better than Cartoon All-Stars. Like, the attitudes people had towards the drugs um, and the user, I think, were much more in line with how I would want to see it handled in real life than a bunch of cartoons just making fun of you. <laughs> right. Like, that whole thing. I, and so this was done two or three years before that. So I think Bravestar, you know, Filmation, again, beat him to the punch. He always did. moving forward, <laughs> avant-garde, front yeah. guard, yeah. Never noticed, but always always done first, On the front though. lines, right. yeah. So let's... So Jay... He's had his first drug trip, and he went to go get some more. And, you know, we heard earlier, dealer told him, yeah, you can have this for free. You're my friend. Well, we all know from being in school. First one's free. First taste is free. Yeah. First taste. Yeah, first taste is free. <laughs> You're going so swarmy with that's, it. That's what they say usually. Yeah, in the, yeah. yeah. And so, of course, he tells his friend, you got to, dealer tells Jay, the little boy, you got to give me, I'm trying to run a business here. <laughs> it's all the same, all like the, the stock shit that you would say on either side is being said. Including Brad when he's like, "You're not the same person." <laughs> like two, three times. Yeah, this is. Uh, they just had a list. Like, make sure you hit these over and over again to hit the point home. But dealer tells him, "I need three curium crystals." So again, curium is like gold to them, basically. And their minds run. Apparently, it's currency too. Yes, that's cool. I guess. Right. <laughs> and so he, that's when he goes home, and he ends up stealing from his poor mom, the mom mm. we talked about earlier, who just looks like a mom. Yeah. Like really, it's like they just forgot to spray her with the sci-fi <laughs> juice. You know, like all, all, you, all you needed was a gold medallion on her, and she'd have been golden. Apparently, you can just yeah, just put something even vaguely Egyptian on her, yeah. and she'll look different. You know. Right. Well, and she's completely oblivious. It's like just put a visor on her. Yeah. <laughs> School mom hat and a visor. That reminds me because the same woman plays her that plays at least one of the kids and the kids none of them have an accent like they're from new texas like everyone else around town including the doc mm -hmm. like they have accents of some yeah. kind these kids sound like they're from northern america like i mean the north of the united states of america and they all have the same accent as jb mcbride the same actor who's playing all of them so it's just like she's just using her normal voice really yeah. i guess not playing it up i mean i'd love <laughs> to hear these little kids say, you need to get off that spin man you know something like that give me have some fun with it, right? A little bit, yeah. I guess the kids are very well versed in uh, in diction, and you're not yourself. You're Jay. not yourself. You ain't yourself, man. <laughs> man. Oh, that see, Chassie could have been in this. <laughs> Chassie, you ain't yourself, Chassie. That's true. <laughs> if we do our own cartoon, we'll have a little girl named Chassie. Thank That's, you. Yeah, yeah. So. Jay steals the space the, purse. The space purse. Yeah. Here's the thing. Her her purse <laughs> was sprayed. Was her sprayed purse with... ha has like circuitry on it. Right. For, to what end? No one will ever know. Yeah. Because the kid just steals the purse and opens it up, and there's carrying crystals in it. But one, why take the whole purse? That's just dumb. But that's just for a plot point later, I guess. But he steals it and he gets the carrying. And yeah, the the purse would not match her. It looks kind of stylish a it little does. bit. Yeah, it's got a motherboard on it. Yeah, it has a motherboard <laughs> on the outside. Yeah, it just has like a a CPU tower strapped like duct tape to it, essentially. <laughs> And she is just a lady from the late 1800s, for all intents and purposes. He steals that from her, and he gives the curium to the, the dingo. To, to dealer. To dealer. 
Dealer. His name is Dealer. His his title is Dealer. His name is Dealer. And Dealer pours the drug into his palm. A look of joy and ecstasy crosses Jay's face. And yet the next time we see him, this happens. Jay, are you all right? What? Oh, oh, hi, Brad. Oh, man, you look terrible. Have you been taking spin again? Oh, yeah. Sweet spin. Happy pink smiling flowers. <laughs> hi, Brad. Jay, you're not you anymore. Now, what's your mother's purse doing here? <laughs> Dreamy dreams. Oh, I have to have money. Buy more spin. And purse had money. You stole your mother's purse? Needed spin. You creep! You're disgusting! Mmm, happy. Mmm, happy. Ah, clean, happy, fun, happy, happy. You need help. Aw, spin. I'm calling Doc Clayton. No! You wouldn't tell. You wouldn't tell. You said you wouldn't tell. But tell, and you and you're a fink, fink. You wanna be a fink, fink? Tell, and you're a fink. Jay, promise you won't tell. Promise, promise you won't tell. Promise, or you're a fink. Remember, you promised. You promised not to fink. Yeah, I promised. Brad, wait. <laughs> yeah, can you loan me some money? Will, <laughs> please. I could, but I won't. Holy shit. Ask for the money first. Yeah, before you <laughs> tackle the kid. That's what he did right yeah. then. Oh, my God. Okay, for starters. Yes. He apparently turns into, like, a happy caveman. Like, a caveman on laughing gas. Took purse. Took purse. Yeah, just throwing words out. Like, I've been... Had curium. I've been very drunk in my life before. Like, I don't think I was just talking in key words. And also, at, what he, at one point, he goes, aw, spin. Like... Like he's just saying the the drug for no reason. Right. Like if you get high and you just go, oh marijuana. Oh man. Yeah. At, at at worst, you at least just go yes and no. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're, you're nodding right. and laughing or yeah. something like that. Like just the what it does to him. I mean, it's, again, it, it seems to be an upper and a hallucinogen at the oh, same man. time. And this is bath salts territory or PCP territory at least because yeah. he. I mean, he loses his shit and tackles him. <laughs> Um, it he's just Smiling mumbling. Yeah. It's like he had a lobotomy, basically, because <laughs> the looks on his face get really out there too. They do, man. This drug, I don't really know how. It seems like you get one good high off of it, and then you lose your fucking mind. I heard this voice actor had to retire after doing this. <laughs> well, it's it's not. It might be way over the top, but it's certainly not bad acting. No, not at all. It's just, I, I feel like that's what they were asked to I, do. I got a feeling he was rolling around on the floor yeah. with a lava uh, yeah. mic or whatever. <laughs> Good Lord. I had to play all of that because it, it was a huge, like a big journey that that actor went on throughout that whole thing from lobotomy patient to violent person back to caveman. Sweet, yeah, caveman back to. <laughs> Kind of pathetic. Like, can I? I need some money. Can I get some money yeah. from you, please? Man, just hitting all the right notes for he, he drug did, addiction. He did it wrong. Money first, and then attack him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, money, attack if you don't get money. Yeah, simple as that. I agree. Meanwhile, Marshall Bravestar in thirty thirty, 
they're dealing with yet another addict who's just screaming at the top of his right. <laughs> just you snort something and start going, ah! Just like that's your reaction to your drug you take. The Stone Canyon Spin Addict. Exactly. That's what I wrote down. I'm like, that just sounds so catchy. Like, I want to start a band <laughs> called the Stone Canyon Spin Addict. <laughs> it kind of sounds like either you're addicted to spinning around on the baseball bat and then running afterwards, oh, you know, yeah, or you're dizzy, yeah, yeah. or you just go to spin class too much. Right. You know, <laughs> it's a bunch of like women in their 30s who just yeah. with really muscular legs. Yeah. <laughs> Or it sounds like a bowling team. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Uh, spin spin is just crazy juice, by the way. I mean, that's all. It, like, you just give it to somebody and they go nuts. That's it sounds it horrible. But, but hey, Will, do you know anyone that might have some spin? I know a, hey, I know a couple of dingo guys. Okay, a couple of dealers. I got a dingo friend. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I, I got a dingo friend. Yeah. I can say that. <laughs> but we're back with Bravestar, and he's seeing yet another addict lose their fucking mind. And so he's like, you know, I got to get to the bottom of this. And... He knows that, I guess the doctor had said, and he knows that it's coming from Spin, what? I would start calling it Spin Canyon instead of Stone Canyon. Right, yeah. But Stone Canyon has a, a mine over there, and then Bravestar has to use his one of his many powers, the, uh, the Eyes of the Eagle, or Eyes of the Hawk, hawk sorry. Hawk. Tears of the Robot was one of my ones that I kept, <laughs> still am hearing when I hear the theme song, Tears of the Robot. That's my power. Uh, I want to hear it because I want you just to think of how crazy this combination of things is. It's a space western with technology. Everything's got a circuit board on it. There's except, Native for the, except for the mom. That's right. There's a Native American marshal with a horse deputy, and he's using shaman powers to find a drug. <laughs> Another Stone Canyon spin addict tried to rob the trading post. Call Doc Clayton. I already called him. He's on his way. And so am I. Every attic miner has been from Stone Canyon. The spin factory must be there. Eyes of the Hawk. <laughs> Any luck yet? Not yet. A lot of ground to search. This might take a while. Well, you better hurry. We're just about full up with spin heads. <laughs> <laughs> There's like tears of the robot. <laughs> I, I counted like nine or ten guys just rocking back and forth that they have in their jail cell. Right. There, like what? I, it made me wonder what is their prison system like. They don't have prison. They just have a jail cell. So what happens when you have too many people arrested? Do you? I mean, and you know how people? Yeah, I was going to say you know how people got handled in the old west, <laughs> especially if it world, wasn't yeah. you know incorporated into the United States. You just hung people or shot them or whatever. Right. So we're going to have a bunch of dead addicts on our hands. I don't think Marshall Bravestar quite handles the law like that. But what do they do? I, well, I mean, I think it kind of showed in the first. Um, you know, they get arrested and then they go to treatment with Doc Clayton. Well, what, so the first little phase is is going to be in jail and then right. to Doc Clayton. To get what off treatment of it. does he offer as a doctor? I mean, there is. <laughs> does he have twelve step meeting? Like this is like there's probably a proliferation now of uh, NA Narcotics Anonymous meetings in Appalachia now. So are there going to be a whole bunch of like spin addicts meeting <laughs> like twelve step meetings now showing up? Like everybody in town is going to be going to it apparently. If this was a real three D. Uh, venture, yes, probably so. Three D, but 3D, yeah. seeing as it's two D, yeah. we're not going to go there. <laughs> yes, yeah. If it was computer graphics, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Well, I just love. I didn't realize, or I guess didn't remember that Brave Stars. Uh, I, you know, he he calls on these four different totem animals that give him powers, <laughs> and one of them apparently is remote viewing. I didn't realize, like. 
I thought Eyes of the Hawk would let you see far and very sharply, not just to see things that you're not even around to see, but that's what he does. Right. So he's yeah. psychic, apparently. Yeah, he's going kind of Skeletor with it. Yeah, big time. <laughs> big time, yeah. Very much so. So, I mean, and I love, I could not, I can't tell you how much I love this character's combination of things. Like, it really is just a smattering of concepts, but it really is cool. It is. He has superpowers, but he also is just a lawman with a science fiction gun. <laughs> right. Like, cool. How cool is that? Cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It's blistery. Brad, meanwhile, is having a hard time. He's been chased off by his drug-addled friend, mm -hmm. and he's struggling with whether to tell him or not. Like, is it better to do that or whatever? Because he really thinks he's going to get killed. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of feel like he is more—I would feel more threatened by the child's, like, violence than his—to uh, take the friendship away at that yes. point. But I, th I feel like Brad is kind of just—he is an actual child, <laughs> and so maybe he is more concerned with, oh, I don't want to be a jerk or that, whatever. That, and they built, they built such an awesome um, fort together— I mean, he really That's hate true. to lose that. Yeah, yeah, because they have joint ownership. Like, you don't want to have to split weekends on that thing or <laughs> right, whatever, yeah. have a timeshare. Um, well, so this is when our good buddy from the beginning shows up again. And I don't have a long clip for this one. He, he, he Shaman shows up, and he has some good that, advice. Let that flute play, buddy. Yeah, man. It's every time he shows You should know he, he is heralded by flutes. <laughs> like, so if, if you hear flutes, just know Shaman's about to show up. The kid, he does appear out of nowhere, and I don't even know if Shaman was actually there because... He pulls a Batman disappearing act on him at the end. Check it out. Yeah. I sense your distress, my son. What? Tell me, what is it that troubles you? A friend of mine. Well, he, he's in trouble. But I promise not to tell. Mm, I see. And yet you fear for him, do you not? Yeah. He, he might die. Which would you rather lose forever? A promise? Or a friend. Yeah, yeah. I know what to do now. Thank you, Sham. <laughs> Why? With, with that music, yeah. Um, you could say anything, and it would sound wise. It's, yeah, because seriously, <laughs> the way he—I know what he's getting at, but the yeah. way he put it really wasn't very good. No. Like, would you rather lose a friend or a promise? You don't lose a promise. You, like, the question is: Would you rather lose? The person or the friendship? Is it worth losing the friendship to keep the person alive? That's what he's asking. Yeah. But he had to put it this other dumb, like, you know, <laughs> obtuse way. Or, you know, the way that sounds more like something you could put on, you put it on a poster and buy it at World Market or something like yeah. that. Like some kind of saying, you yeah. know. With an oak tree behind it or something. Yeah, totally. It's very distressed looking. It's been around forever. Yeah. Well, that, his, but... <laughs> He just appears. This is at the like the foot of his tower that the kid just wandered to, apparently. But then he appears down there as apparently a spirit because he disappears. So why? Why does he disappear right then? What? Why does he do this to this child? He right? just haunts him for a minute and then helps him out and then just disappears. It just seems like a. it was just done for the sake of doing it, I guess. No doubt, man. The shaman, either that or, or uh, Shimer had some flute laying around. <laughs> and he said, "We gotta, we gotta use this flute music. We gotta use it. it we it, paid top dollar for it. It expires tomorrow. Put the flute in there. <laughs> it goes bad. It has yeah. an expiration date. Yeah. <laughs> Got some flute laying around. Well, maybe they recorded on the same tape so many times that it was falling apart, so they could only play it so many times. <laughs> and honestly, it also makes me wonder if maybe Brad, not bad, had a contact high because he could have just." hallucinated that shaman for all we know like i mean he because apparently the shaman just either just goes to kids and then helps them and then disappears without saying anything which yeah. is rude yeah or he 
might have just imagined him there. I don't know. He probably knows. Who the, he didn't seem put off by the shaman's presence. Right. So maybe, you know, it's like a dream where you're like, just a, a, a random friend like appears in it. You're like, why are you here? I don't know. I just accept it. <laughs> or, or, or if it was like a, um, you hear the shaman music. And then, like, it's a smiling flower. It's his face or something. <laughs> then yeah. we would have known it was a contact. Yes. Guy. Well, apparently, I think we would have known, actually, if it was because the way that that kid, that Jay, was describing what he saw, if he's being literal, it just turns it into, like, uh, the end of Roger Rabbit. Oh, like, yeah. everything just, like, bursts into <laughs> light and color and yeah. everything's talking and singing. Yeah. Right. Which would be great. Again, I'd probably want to do that. The one good trip you're going to get out of it. <laughs> Sounds like fun. <laughs> now, Brave Star and 3030 find the curium do they call it a factory a spin factory a spin factory yes. curium yeah curium's the mine okay a spin factory spin factory i think wasn't that a show on nick snick at one point uh. no roundhouse that's what it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> kind of makes me think of cnc music factory though spin factory would have yeah. been a good early 90s dance group you it know? was it was definitely uh, something's name <laughs> You know what I mean? I'm not sure yeah. what, but I think the spin factory is working for the president. Oh, oh. government. <laughs> Damn the man. That's what we call his cabinet. Woo! Woo! Or it was a Michael J. Fox show. <laughs> it's, it comes next. Yeah. Yeah. Um, spin factory is it's less a spin factory than just like a furnace out in the wasteland. Right. It's just, that's all the whole thing looks to be. Now, I bet they weren't trying to show us how to make spin, but basically Brave Star and 3030 show up. They corner these dingoes who don't... Just, yeah, three dingoes. Yeah, just three dingoes with, with masks on so you know that they're bandits. You yeah. know, they look more like raccoons, again, than anything else. And they they engage in a conversation with Brave Star, and he... he indulges them in this conversation uh imagine this conversation occurring between someone who's just been busted like with a meth lab right and a police officer and imagine them the police officer reacting like marshall bravestar is right here they admit guilt instantly and their <laughs> argument they argue that the drug should be should just be legal and it's fine well i'm sure that happens with pot at least when people get arrested for that but how often does the police officer actually have a conversation or even respond to them right. when they do that? Yeah, zero. You dingoes are under arrest. You can't do this. We've got a right to make a living. Not by making or selling drugs. Spin's illegal all over the galaxy. Well, it shouldn't be. Spin's just fun. It don't hurt nobody. Oh, yes, it does. And Doc Clayton's got a whole hospital full of spin victims to prove it. Now get over there with the others. I'm taking you in. Your drug selling days are over. Strength of the bear. bear, bear. <laughs> like g give them zero chance to talk to yeah. you at all. Just I mean, either you ignore them or you yeah. tell them to shut up. You don't engage in right. in a, a debate over whether something should be legal or not. Like if it's illegal, even if Bravestar agreed with them, right. like you don't engage in that conversation. Cuff it's them so, and stuff them. Yeah, I know. We're really hardline on crim criminality <laughs> over here. No, I love it though. Cause it is, I mean, it just, he's so passionate. He can't help but yeah. be involved in these conversations. He can't help but spread a gospel. Exactly. A yeah, there, yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna talk to them about it yeah. and give them their fair shake. It seems like to say whatever they need to say. Ultimately he destroys the, the factory, quote unquote, the, the furnace. And <laughs> you just, what do you shovel into it? What do you bake? Are they baking spin? It's a liquid. 
I don't understand. Right. <laughs> do they melt something down or we, something? We know just just as much about spin as we do bath salts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if not, yeah. Yeah. And but he blows it up. He just he he as with strength of the bear, he picks up a steel girder that's just laying around and then slams it into the furnace, which then explodes like it's like it's dynamite, and the whole thing is done for. And it seems like by the way that he's acting and the way that um, later Brad, not bad, says to him like. <laughs> He says, like, it's taken care of. It seems like they think that in destroying the factory, they've just taken care of the drug problem. Like, this is like the war on drugs. Like, where if you just... It you never s- ends. No, right. no. If you blow that, that addiction exists. Like, drugs exist now. It's in the blood. So you'll never not be dealing with this just stopping the factory. It's like an ideological war. It's not yep. one of just stop the capability of making it. Um, but I do, I mean, I like it because it's like, what, what else can Bravestar do? I mean, he's really doing everything he can. He's being fair to the addicts. Yep. He's trying to get them help and he's destroying the person, you know, destroying the person, destroying their means of making it at least nearby. Yeah. So what I. else can e. he do? Destroying meth lab. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Blowing it up. Blow right. that shit up. That's what cl- op- cops do, right? When they find a meth lab, they just blow it up. Yeah. No evidence necessary. <laughs> you just blow the thing yeah, up. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I, it would be if we had an officer that had totem animal powers, we probably would let him have that kind of leeway, but or her, but we don't. Right. That we are aware of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be so terrible if if the next time you encounter like a Native American police officer, you just assume having watched this cartoon growing yeah. up that you're just like, "Sir, do you have any um eyes of the hawk or <laughs> <laughs> strength of the leopard?" Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Speed of the cheetah or yeah, whatever. Yeah. What oh, is it cheetah? No, that's not a... That's the that's the fastest, yeah. But yeah, but that's not what he calls on. No. Speed of the... Puma. Puma, there you go. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that you can have in the West, not a cheetah. <laughs> Mountain lion. So, Jay, who is bad, has... He went to Daisy and begged her for money. Daisy's yes. the little girl from the beginning who he calls a chicken. I mean, who calls a little girl a chicken? Right. But he he gets money from her. And she she gives in. She gives in. She tells him, like, just take it and go. That's right. what she says. I love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Like, good for her. The words are even separated. She's like, now go, go. Yeah, yeah. Get yeah. out of here. You're freaking me out, you weirdo. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that shit in my house. Get that out of here. But she apparently has three curium uh, crystals. And yeah. Jay goes and buys what ultimately... Is his last trip? Uh, hey, what would you say three three curiums are worth? Well, how much in for U.S. dollar? How much for like your standard issue dose of uh, twenty? I'd say ten or twenty dollars, but okay, ten seems too small for ten, so I'm gonna go with twenty. Or we could go thirty. And let's say, go. Let's go fifteen and say they're each five dollars. Okay, and just split the diff. Oh, yeah, I know you, how you love to split the diff. <laughs> I do love it. <laughs> but that, I mean, that's he goes and buys ultimately what's going to be his last. The trip that takes him out. Mm. Yeah. And uh, the dingo. Meanwhile, so while that's happening, Bravestar is bringing the dingoes back to town. They're doing the perp walk through the middle of town, you know, like all like, you know, just being marched through in handcuffs. And the doc, I guess, is going to be helping all the addicts is how how Bravestar puts it. Meanwhile, Brad. Yeah, I guess that's what else can you do? Get them (laughs) detoxed. And then that's it's up to them at that point. Brad has been waiting overnight. He fell asleep trying to like to wait up for Bravestar to tell him what's going on with Jay. Probably could have told another adult in that time, Brad. Well, you he have trusted. to tell. He them. trusted the no, moral right. compass I mean, I, in the show. I shouldn't, yeah. criti- I shouldn't criticize him for doing something that's very difficult to do. Yeah. But he ultimately, his friend does die, mm. and I don't blame that on Brad. That's not Brad's I fault. Do. But he, oh wow, <laughs> taking a hardline stance. Yeah. He could have just told like Brad's mom or somebody who could have gone with him or JB McBride, who's nowhere to be seen. What's she up to? She had a judge convention or something, a national <laughs> a galactic judge. <laughs> <laughs> 
women in galactic judging. Women with horrible uh, voice actors. Oh, shit. Convention. Damn. <laughs> 80s burn. <laughs> Uh, but that's Brad's been waiting all night, and finally uh, Brave Star gets back, and Brad tells him Jay has a problem. Brave Star has a very mature response to that. He says, "Let's go find him," and they go to the fort, the high tech fort that they have, and Jay is dead. And yep. we can the, always the car- see the cartoon gets really, really than, serious. Yeah, yeah I mean, very deathly serious yeah. throughout the rest of it. I mean, there's not that much left in it. You can tell that the he's laying there limp, but you just see the hand, and Brave Star finds him. I gotta say, what Brave Star? I, I, I mean, if this is kind of the old west, like Brave Star, I can imagine can be very matter of fact about something like death, right? But what he says to the mom, like what he says, the mom is there. Jay's mom is with them. She should not be on the scene for this. This is no, very serious. No, no, no. Thirty thirty no. says, "Should I get the doc?" And then Brave Star says, "Don't bother. It's too late." The way he says, "Don't bother. It's too late." One, even if someone's dead, not a bad idea to have the doctor come check on him. Yeah. And two. Just to say, don't bother, seems very flippant with a child who's just yeah. died in front of the mom. Like, have a little diplomacy about the thing. I know you've probably seen this before, sadly. You know, just a little child death to hammer the point home. Really? Well, I mean, hey, man, they took they took it a lot further than Cartoon All-Stars was willing yeah, to. Did, man. To kill a child. Yes. Like, I believe, I asked in one of these shows, and I don't remember which one, like, are you willing to take it that far and kill a kid? <laughs> And apparently they are over at Filmation. They're willing to take it that far. Right. And I don't know if this kid showed up in any other episodes. I don't think he did. And I don't know if they ever referred to this again. So it was be- <laughs> just a quick sidebar. Yeah. Once again, I got a lot of sidebars here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was um, mummies. That's right. It was mummies. <laughs> are you willing to kill a kid? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been the title of the episode, right. I think. But they, I think it would have more impact maybe if the child had been showing up and been a character on the show. Because then you... You might maybe have an attachment to them, and they seem like a real person, and you care what happens to them. Still pretty fucking serious, though, and and affecting. Like, I didn't want to see this. I didn't want to see the mom's reaction. Her reaction? Good acting. And it was J.B. McBride's voice actor, by the way, who acted the mom. Yeah. Horrible. So you just don't like the character. <laughs> yeah. You're like, this is good acting. It was by the same woman. Terrible. Yep. No, very serious. Like, I don't even want to hear it, because she it's it's good. it's kind of heart, heart string pulling. Um, and that's where they end. I mean, they, the, the actual plot of the show ends there. They just with a dead child and then Brad, you know, uh, feels bad. Oh, well, I'm sorry. They put dealer in jail and dealer's just like, you shouldn't have done that. Like, oh, you're a fink now to Brad. Brad's like, well, I, I'm the only thing I'm sad about is that I didn't do this sooner. And you know, you know, dealer's going to be vaporized. Yeah. Dealer's getting hung (laughs) straight up. He's going to shit and piss himself when he gets hung in front of everybody in a white suit, in a white suit. You're going to, it's, and he's, it's, and everyone's going to be so glad about it too. Like, everyone's going to point and laugh at that piece of shit. No, I mean, his, his toothpick, he's going to swallow his own toothpick. Right. So it's, it is fa- it's fairly satisfying, I guess, that someone gets put in jail. But it also, I mean, they kind of, un- I think, unintentionally are pointing out the uh, how the, the issue is more complex than jailing somebody who sells a drug and destroying their lab. Like, it seems like it takes more than that to, to combat this whole thing. And it doesn't erase what was already done. Yeah, I think Filmation did the best they could do with, you know, kind I think of they, if you, hammering that. If you have to tell your story in the medium of space western cartoon, <laughs> I think they did the best they could. Yeah, yeah with that. Mm-hmm. I was affected by it. Me too. I was infected That's, by that it. That was the uh, the Wowzers Yeah, text. I figured, it yeah. It was Wowzers really, I wanted to put an emoji with just like, 
blank face. Like, mm-hmm. it was a damn. Damn. Now, it doesn't completely end there. There is a moral at the very end, like, on all these filmations. Very, very... With the wreath. Yeah, like, Jeez. serious, too. Like, you, Bravestar is standing by this child's gravestone. Yeah. And uh, he just puts a wreath down. And just, it's very to the point. I mean, he just says, drugs are not good. You risk this if you take them. And then walks away after a moment of like just silent meditation on this issue. That, just walks that, away. That turn. You get to, you catch that turn. He was like, That's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> I thought he was gonna say turn. something else. I thought he was like showing us how sad he is and he's gonna talk more. Yeah. That's actually, you know what? But we're skipping over what is the the funniest, probably the best thing to end on. All right. <laughs> which is hilarious to me. They're playing the music, right? The sad music, and uh, the boys died, and finally the dealers put away. Between that and the and the moral, they pan away over the wastelands. Music. There's a lot of just wastelands and music <laughs> just getting played to fill time on this one yeah. for 21 minutes. Well, they they end up on a pretty tight shot of the shaman who's just staring at you, the viewer. <laughs> And a single tear escapes his eye. Solo tear, They yeah. completely are ripping off that 1970s or 1980s uh, anti-littering commercial with the Indian that cries and picking yeah. up the trash. That was in the 70s? Uh, it might have been in the 80s. I don't know. But it was along those lines like that. That's a PSA, essentially. Yeah. So they just took a page directly out of that line. And it's like the shaman, I guess, is so spiritual. He just feels all when all things die he experiences it too. Yeah. But why didn't he play a more active role then if he's so fucking worried about it? Like if he's so Buddhist about this that he stays out of it, he shouldn't be crying. He might have been cooking a roast and he couldn't see, he, could, <laughs> he couldn't see, he couldn't get real far away from he his. He keeps, he keeps looking at the roast. He's like, damn it. Shit. Just, <laughs> I can't, okay. I want to help, but this thing's, it's not going to cook itself. Yeah. I got just enough time to morph here and then morph back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can't you, you you can't leave a crock pot alone for a long period. No, you're of time. right, dude. I mean, it's, I think he made the right choice. Bravestar has got it handled. You know, kid made his own choices. I got a roast. That is the story of the price you pay. Mm-hmm. Damn, Bravestar episode twenty six. Realer, realer than our uh, our cartoon all star. Yeah, and also also realer than our Fat Albert mm-hmm. episode. Man, this one this one will hold the uh, the gold. It taught the lesson better. Yeah. I would say. Good job, guys. Yeah. I would have loved if Filmation had done a cartoon all-stars for them. Like, of Filmation characters only, even. Yeah. Yeah. It pretty much would have been one of our lists. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Maybe, yeah, we could we could do a list like that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't have anything to say about the cast in this episode. It's all your usual Filmation players. Uh, I'm pretty sure... I'm going to go ahead and say that Lou Scheimer did play the dingo that argued about why things are, should be legal. It just sounded like <laughs> a Lou. Say that? sounded I like, like a Lou to me. Like I'm going to go out on a limb and say or, that. Or he played the kids, too, and he just like he just put... Uh, the he harmonizer? Just pin- no. He just pinched his nards. In. <laughs> pinched his nards. <laughs> um, but that... Yeah, I don't even need to say anything about that. It's all your usual Filmation players. Yes. Yes. Travis, I don't have a segue today to get to the toy corner. Can you tell me how to get to toy corner? It just means just go right there and maybe make a left and a, and a right. Oh, just over here in the corner left. of the room, like and where the two walls meet? Right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just go over there and get, the toy corner is like right there. Ah. Here it is. Better check your watch. Because it's time for Travis's Tooncast Toy Corner. It's that time. It is that time, everyone. And much like Will said before, uh, as we revisit these cartoons, I have barely any <laughs> any toys. <laughs> it could just it should really just be called Travis's uh, just corner, and that way I can freestyle. Or something. Yeah, you can just talk. Um, but I do have I do have two two toys here, and also then a little closing segment. I'm gonna kind of end Excellent. this with. So 
first on this chassis, this docket, if you will, is going to be a night. <laughs> you, you, so you took one episode where you tried to write some new ones. You didn't maintain any of them, and you have not written any more Correct. since then. Okay. Yes, yes. In fact, you've gotten to where you just say chassis for each one. Yeah, yeah that's the way we go around I here. made one request of it, and you said, yeah, I'll keep giving it to you. I was like, I love that that song Freebird. You're like, then that's all I'm going to play. More cowbell you shall get, You will get sir. it, buddy. All right, so there are two characters in Brave Star. Uh, later on, I guess you'll meet these because we haven't met them yet. Um, Sandstorm and Handlebar. Those are going to be two characters I've that seen pop Handlebar, up later on. Yeah. And I have here from eBay, the, the craziest shit here, is uh, two empty boxes from the 1986 two characters. You know what I think of? Sandstorm are just like, and Handlebar. I just think of like document boxes, like wooden boxes you would get from FedEx. Right. <laughs> like that's what I think of. Yeah, it, just it, two empty boxes. Yeah, it, it is the action figure okay. box. It's two <laughs> empty is, boxes. Is the plastic that would like encase the character still on there oh, or included? The, these are pristine packages themselves. Really? Yeah. Wait, are they boxes, boxes, or like like the cardboard back with the plastic bubble on the front? Wow. Yeah. How did they... <laughs> They kept the plastic. Did they put it back on? No, I don't know. I mean, they're just two empty boxes. They look Weird. really good condition. Are they, did they just forget to put the toys in them in the first place? Could have. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, two empty boxes. What do you think you got on that, buddy? I'm going to go five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. Okay, okay. Buddy, you can get those two for $20. Shit, man. I got some empty boxes out in the garage they can have for the five that I just offered up, you know? <laughs> All right, man. Um, second on this little Brave Star list here is going to be a Mattel 1986 3030 Canon. This is Sarah Jane. This is just the Canon. This is a okay. loose piece, loose morals on this Canon, buddy. How big is it? Um, it's like a toy for the boy? Or is it? You know what? They don't really have a scale to size here, but I'd have to guess that it's probably two inches, probably, you know? Something that, well, you know. Well, I mean, like, how much is it? What? <laughs> I thought it might catch you. It goes reverse. All of a sudden, it's like, it's Will's yeah. toy corner. I thought I could catch you and make you say, um, okay, so it's more for the toy then. It's yeah. not for the, okay. Yeah. Because it would be cool if it was like a blunderbuss that you could use as a toy yourself. No, it's going to be just a, just a little accessory. Travis, I want the other one, though. I okay. want the one I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah let can me go you here. give me that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, well, I'm going to, uh, $5 again. Wow. You know what? You're underestimating this toy line, buddy. You can get one of these for twenty seven dollars. Twenty seven bucks for the to- for the two inch tiny <laughs> gun. <laughs> Stupid. All right, man. Oh, and Lordy. my my little my little treat here. Yes. To clo- is- yeah to close out this uh, filmation February. Yes. And um, what a filmation! You know, it's it's good that we chose February, not only for the alliteration, but it is the month for lovers. Yeah. And. <laughs> We are lovers of filmation here at Days Past Tooncast. Yeah, right. All right, man. So four four little corny jokes that I made up off the top of my dome. So that's, this is, yeah. No, that's not to be said that these aren't found out there in the internet world, um, but these are ones that I made up and I'm You did proud. not look them up and then no, copy them. not at all. Right. All right. So numero uno here is going to be, uh, what is Orko's favorite way to perform music? What is Orko's favorite way to perform music? Very simple, Will. It's with an orchestra. <laughs> thank you thank you i'm taking bows here I'm taking bows <laughs> number two to close out filmation february what is shira's favorite thing to do at the beach i don't know what is shira's favorite thing to do at the beach 
to build crystal sandcastles. <laughs> I'm not sure is that good or bad. What, what are you doing there? <laughs> All righty. Number three. Why did Marshall Bravestar cross the road? Why did Marshall Bravestar cross the road? I don't know. Because time travel was a little too easy for his liking. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, so he took the harder thing? Yeah, listen, don't, the road? Yeah, don't break okay. him down like that. All right, the fourth and final one here. If Fat Albert was a horse, what would he eat? And you can actually guess this one if you want to. Oats? That's what horses eat. <laughs> I don't I, know, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> okay, okay. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought of his weight. <laughs> like, I can't. I'm like, well, it must be something to do with that. So he's just going to eat other horses. I don't right. know. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it, buddy. Man. My corny little joke. What, a, what a laugh riot to right? end the filmation <laughs> February on. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, thank you for that, Travis. No problem, Thank man. you for sharing, uh, giving us all a, a, a way to peer into your brain. Yeah. See what goes on in there, <laughs> how you spend your off hours. To see that meatball in my head That's right there. Right. Huh? Yeah, just hanging by the string. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, this, this does wrap up Filmation February. We're done. Mm -mm. And I bet next February. I got some shaman tears just rolling down. I got at least one of them. Yep. I bet next year we're going to be right back in there doing it again. And you know we'll be back on a lot of these shows between now and then too. Yep. But it's been great visiting our friends in Eternia, Etheria, in northern Philadelphia. <laughs> New uh, Texas. New Texas. Um, and in New York City. Yeah. That's where the Ghostbusters were. Um, if, if you haven't watched these shows before, I hope maybe we turned you guys on to some new funny things you might want to check out. And uh, if you have watched them, I hope we just brought them to your attention again. And I hope that maybe you learned something along the way, either about taking drugs and not taking drugs or just some of the trivia that we provided. Yes. Yeah. Filmation was a wonderful studio and we're all very lucky that it existed. And really interesting, man. Since we've been doing this podcast, I'm you know, it's like a really cool yeah. focal point to kind of study over the, a lot of stuff they did, man. For sure, I man. enjoyed it. Yeah. Thoroughly. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay, so we are going to wrap things up here. I'm going to let you guys in on a couple secrets. Mm. couple secrets. Oh. And the secrets are that uh, next month, we are starting a new theme for the month. It's going to be March Marvel Madness. Yes. Every week, we will be talking about a different Marvel Comics property in cartoon form. Right. And man, if you like spiders, you're definitely going to get one or two. But it's going to be a lot of fun, I think, because they they had some great cartoons, but they also had some real clunkers. And that's uh. what we're going to be searching for. <laughs> be dusting off those gems. And uh, I think in between, we're probably going to do a little mini episode uh, yeah. coming up. But uh, well, you'll see that when it comes up. And in the meantime, you can contact us on Twitter at dptooncast. You can email us at dptooncast at gmail.com. And you can go on our Facebook, facebook.com forward slash dptooncast. Mm -hmm. uh, please go to any and all of these places and just send us anything. Anything. Send us, um, <laughs> like, lay your arm on the keyboard yeah, and just let letters flow out. Like, don't even... Just let it be random crap. You can just do like a, like that when people are pretending to type on TV. Yeah. Just do that. Look away from what you're typing. <laughs> type it and send it. And we might even... If you do that, I'll read it on air. Uh, hell yeah. yeah. I'll read the gibberish that you yeah. wrote on air. I'll do it. <laughs> Dramatically, too. Mm -hmm. uh, Travis, I know that you love to talk about other podcasts that I you do. do. I do. Tell me about it. 
I do a podcast called Nature of the Beast. I do it with Brandon and Catherine. It's true crime with a twist. It's everywhere the podcasts are found. Go check it out. It's really good. And uh, by the time this one plays, there should be a new episode on there. So Nice. Yo, yes. Oh, I, uh, I feel like I'd like to give you um, a note. Yeah. On that, and yeah. I think I think it'd be great if uh-huh. when you said it's true crime with a twist, yeah. that you put a twist on twist, that you said it's true crime with a twist, <laughs> and then threw your hand up in the air like that yeah. and made that thing. Okay. I think that lets people know the the um, the, the sever- nature of the show, yeah, the actually. severity of the <laughs> yeah. twist. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, everybody, go check out Nature of the Beast, and. And keep checking out Days Past Doomcast while you're yes. at it. If you've already checked it out once, I suggest doing it again. <laughs> and we will return to New Texas, but for now, we're just stuck here in Old Texas. Yeah. Ho- hopefully, we'll get into some of that Tex Hex, man. I, I want to well, see that character. I do too. We still have not even met the main I villain. Know. And there is another episode that we absolutely have to do that was uh, like a, a back uh, backdoor pilot. Oh. <laughs> where are you going with uh, this? Yeah, I'm trying to walk it back from there. <laughs> Uh, called Sherlock Holmes the 23rd century yeah and it's like takes place in a steampunk London I that I really want to see because that was an episode of Brave Star yeah but we will be back with more Brave Star yes. and more He-Man and more She-Ra and more Ghostbusters and more anything else we, we can we just talk for 20 minutes yeah like, just every this, fucking that, show this, they, yeah, yeah. we'll do some more filmation for sure until that time March Marvel Madness rolls on as does Days Past Tombcast and I say, tutor my duder. Will? Yes. I say unto thee. See? Tutor my tutor. <laughs> <laughs>